Welcome to the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer's Sermon Podcast. The readings appointed for this sermon are from the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 40, verse 21 through 31, Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 9, verse 16 through 23, the gospel according to Mark, chapter 1, verse 29 through 39, and Psalm 147, verse 1 through 12 and 21c. Open our minds, warm our hearts, but also bend our wills, for we seek to hear your word. Amen. Jesus came and took her by the hand and lifted her up, and the fever left her, and she began to serve them. I almost asked Deacon Gary to take a long pause after that verse in our gospel today so all the women in the room could have a collective eye roll together. (laughs) Please. The only woman spoken of in the beginning of Mark is sick and laid up in bed and given no name but servant. When I first read the story, I did pause. I was reading the lesson to my husband in our home, and thankfully, he's still alive today because his eye roll matched mine. (laughs) Right on cue. I think my first response was, let this lady take a nap. She's obviously tired. I was more than a little irritated at our gospel today. Here we go. Another biblical lesson of woman, know your place. I could feel my own temperature rising up in solitude with my stricken sister. And then I remembered something that my homiletics professor, Judith McDaniel, used to say to us. If reading the Bible elicits a visceral response, pay attention. The Spirit is trying to teach you something. This woman, this unnamed widow, who was she? Why is her story so important that it's written about in all three synoptic gospels? What does she have to teach us beyond the traditional conceptions of the role of women in the church? How does she stand strong in the face of our rolling eyes to show us what a life focused on service to God really looks like. This woman, she is the first deacon of Jesus Christ. That is the name she is given, her only deciphering descriptor, diaconia, she is called. Her service is not menial work under the domination of lazy men. It is the messianic ministry 
of the kingdom of God. It is the radical announcement of what true discipleship in Christ looks like. It is love in action, the mission of the church. Perhaps, then, our collective eye roll should come when, upon recognition of the multitudes of sick and needy people standing at his front door, Simon runs off searching for Jesus, looking for someone else to fix the problem rather than seeking to serve them in Jesus' name himself. This mentality is not easily overcome. The abdication of his own responsibility to heal follows Simon Peter all the way to the very end of the gospel. When in the very last chapter of John, Jesus tells Simon that love is made manifest in service. Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Feed my sheep. Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Feed my sheep. Three times Jesus asked Simon, and three times the answer is the same. The mark of true discipleship is an active response. It is a response to the love and healing that we have received in healing and loving others. Love is a verb. It is something you do. Jesus preaches and teaches all about love throughout the Gospels. His words have inspired us and filled us with hope. But Jesus does not just speak of love. He lives it. Taking this deacon in our gospel lesson by the hand and lifting her up reminds us that healing is made possible when we extend our hands to those who are hurting. The isolated captive, the denigrated migrant, the marginalized majority. Lifting up those who have been put down. Giving a healing touch wherever he can. When a crowd is standing at your front door, don't go searching for someone else to fix the problem. Fling those doors open wide like Jesus did and say, come on inside. The deacon is a disciple, and she rises up to show us the way. Now, there are a million different ways to serve in Jesus' name. 
And sitting among you are some individuals who have been called to serve in very specific ways. Raise your hand if you're on the mission board here at Redeemer. I know there are a few of you out there. Some of your fellow congregants have taken up the call to participate in feeding ministries, to extend grace and hospitality to young mothers who have been gripped by addiction. They are using tools to build ways for people to stay in their homes. They're offering education and assistance to our neighbors just down the street. If you know of other ways that you serve, we want to hear about them. We want you to invite your church friends to participate with you in the healing work of Jesus. I know that the problems can feel insurmountable sometimes. But if you want to end hunger, you have to start by cooking a meal. If you want world peace, you have to lay down your weapons, even if they are just words. And if you want to end homelessness, you have to build a ramp or advocate for affordable housing, or dare I say, build some. It begins with you. Just like our deacon in the gospel today, even the smallest acts of service can create a ministry that changes the entire world. Word and deed go hand in hand with Jesus. Healing and wholeness made possible through human hands. So raise your hand if you are invested in the mission of the church. Raise your hand if you are invested in the mission of the church. To provide love and healing and wholeness to this world in small and generous ways. Jesus uses those hands to reach out and lift up this sin-sick world that is lying in pain and brokenness, so in, in turn, those who are restored to health may serve in Jesus' name. We are here to raise the dead. We are here to raise the dead. Now comes the heavy lifting.